back, David. Another week. I can, I can see your I fine can see ass you too. This is weird. I mean, it is kind of weird. I don't know what to do with my hands. I wish I had like a better webcam, or I, or I could set it further off. You can see I have three mics, four headsets like here, a bottle of bourbon. Yeah, this is the this is where the all the podcast stuff goes. <laughs> You got three bottles of bourbon. I only got one bottle of bourbon. I feel like I've just started. No, I've, I started carrying around a bottle got, of bourbon with me wherever I go, like Linus with the blanket. I've got three head sets of headphones. Uh, one bottle of bourbon. Okay. I just suppose I only carry so, one bottle. I'm not even going to drink it, but I just I care because I, I need the reference. If you're a true redneck, you've got a bottle stuck down in your boot. I don't even wear boots. I don't either. If you're a true redneck, you wear I, boots to have a bottle of <laughs> Yeah, who, who did I see? I saw somebody had on some, like, fancy boots, and I'm like, I don't even get – I don't get boots. Snow boots, yes. Yeah. Walking boots, no. Like cowboy boots or just regular boots? These were – I guess they were cowboy boots. Yeah. Not not work boots. I don't wear anything above so, the ankle. You uh, previewed your little trip to the lake, and for some reason, I assumed it was all week, but you just spent the weekend there. Yeah. I mean, I literally How dare stopped you? the show, got off, off air, live off air, and then went to the lake. But you only stayed until Sun- Sunday? Sun- yeah, Sunday. So, yeah, we went up there, Indian Lake. It was actually, for as hot as it has been, it was only like 75 degrees both days. And we thought it was going to rain all weekend. And luckily, we only got a little bit of rain on Saturday morning. And from like 11 to 4 or 5, we had no rain. And then at 5, we were it was rain. So we were playing Euchre all night. Are you? In- I've never played, played Euchre. I don't even know yeah. what that is. It was weird. It felt like being in like a back smoky room with people that people just show up and they know how to play. And I feel like there's like a look in the people's eyes that know how to play. And you didn't know how no, to play? No, I do know how to play. I've known how to play since I was like four or five years old. I, I've never played Euchre. I don't know. What are the rules? Uh, that's a different podcast. Maybe we'll... Is it like rummy? Like poker? What? Uh, similar to like, like hearts or spades, but with fewer cards. So you only do okay. nine through ace. And then you have a trump. Which of course, you know, it might be it might yes. be called a Biden here in a here in a couple months, but you have a Trump, uh, um, and so it's fewer cards, four handed, and you have a partner, um, and your partner has to. All right, it's, it already sounds too complicated. Yeah, it's for pretty com. It's one of those games where you can never teach somebody how to play. You have to just watch and learn. Like when you're five years old, if you don't learn when you're five, you're never gonna learn. Yeah, that's uh. Raise them up right. Teach them euchre. I got to get hard on playing euchre right now. That's right. Get them in there. I think it's like in Ohio and West Virginia and like a little bit of Kentucky. Because I've never met anybody from any other areas that know how to play. Your governor has COVID. Yeah. Do you feel safe? I do because I haven't I haven't seen him in actually ever. So I feel good. <laughs> I've been, I haven't been around him. <laughs> Our, uh, so today they've... Like they did our state fair. Do you all have a big state fair? Is that is the Ohio state fair yeah, a big thing in Columbus? So ours, uh, no, no general public. So it's all the livestock selling and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, that's all it is. The like, which is like the Super Bowl for the FFA and the Ag kids. Yeah, and we, the school my wife teaches at, has a pretty big program where they sell their pigs and all that stuff. But well. So I saw today that? that the Ohio State Fair was canceled, but I don't know if I don't know if it was just if it's a similar deal or um, if they still have you know all the the livestock selling and things like that. Um, I haven't looked, but I saw the the general public part of it is definitely canceled. So I don't know about the rest of it. We can hold a fair in your bank. We could put a Ferris wheel in your yard. That would be bad. We've been talking about doing some concerts in our yard. 
Yeah. Our neighbors would love it. I bet you. I, I bet you could. I mean, nobody's busy. You could probably schedule an act pretty. That's right. Pretty well, easily. our 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 head band, National Barks. They've been looking for a place to play, so they got a big following. So we've been maybe Tiny House Brewing. Might have to book them. Get some Tiny House Brewing beer. Get it in the hands of everyone. It's uh, I don't know, man. It's just weird times. I feel like I say that every week, but it just seems like it gets progressively weirder. I don't know. Yeah, I tell you what's weird. I got a new tattoo. Yeah, you told me that. Well, I mean, we talk every day, so people don't know. You know, you move yeah. on and. It's not like we we just pick up pick up on recording <laughs> night and hey what's been going up. on but yeah I got a new tattoo yeah and you, I thought a it was a joke tradition and I think everybody thought it was a joke and I got the lard lad donut guy from the Simpsons <laughs> it's about ten inches long and it's on your calf right or like it's yeah, like side yeah, of your calf. like the side of my leg yeah yeah so it hurt pretty bad. My son likes to touch it right now, which is it still hurts. Which is the thing, the last thing he should be doing. Yeah, but did you have to wear a cone? So let's get into some news. Did you, know did you have to, did wear, you a have to wear a cone? No. Okay. <laughs> what news you want to talk? You want to talk about the Rock? Let's talk about the Rock, D. Wayne Johnson, buying the XFL, and I feel like this is partially so he can come come back and play. I was listening to, I guess, it was uh, the Two Bears, One Cave podcast with Burt Kreischer and Tom Segura. Yeah. And they had talked to Warren Sapp, who consistently made fun of The Rock for not being a good football player. Yeah. But, I mean, I feel like The Rock – has made up for his lack of football skill by being good at literally everything else he's ever done. I don't know. Is there a rock movie you didn't like? Um, I honestly haven't seen a ton of his movies. I've seen um, <laughs> the uh, she, San Andreas, Jumanji? which oh, I've seen the. I saw the second Jumanji with uh, Kevin Hart and Danny Glover. That one was pretty. It was good. It was better than expected. Let's say that um, I saw San Andreas, which I I thought was um, surprisingly good. Did you catch him in the Fast and the Furious franchise? No, I haven't seen any of those. None of them? Not even like the first couple? No, none of them. Tokyo Drift? <laughs> you are you are seriously not either a rock or ludicrous fan. Yeah, definitely not a ludicrous fan. Or... Um, <laughs> Well, I saw the one. I saw part the part of the one where he, where the Rock and Vin Diesel fight. Which one is that? And supposedly Vin Diesel beats, four. beats up the Rock, which yeah. I don't know how realistic that was. I heard there was a big tiff between Vin Diesel and the Rock, where like they couldn't even perform together. Yeah, and I think that was the last. Like was other. that the last one that they did together? I don't know. No, they're the in. Just they're the in franchise. together. Yeah, he took did Hobbs and Shaw. Didn't see that. But so XFL, we're right now. I'm not even certain that the NFL is going to have a season. Yeah. So he bought it out of bankruptcy for what fifteen million dollars? Yeah, which I think Vince McMahon. I think the first time he put in like a hundred million, the second time he put in a hundred million. So he's two hundred million in the hole, and Rock's like, yeah, I'll. Buy it for fifteen million. Let's let's let it roll. See what we can do. Can you turn? Can you turn it around like uh, Dana White and the Fertitas did the the UFC? I feel like that's like a similar situation, right? So it's a dying franchise that where there's potentially a market there for someone outside of of you know NFL to do something, and and I think that the XFL had a lot of momentum. And, you know, back in March when they were playing games, they had, I mean, they were on CBS, ABC, and ESPN. That's pretty legit when it comes to, like, a secondary football league um, in the spring. And I think that the, the people were starting to 
really. I, I think that obviously the, the, you know, the first couple of weeks they had you know good numbers, and I think they were starting to settle into having a decent fan base. But, but they played in these big stadiums that nobody showed up to, really, right? Yeah, and I think it was definitely not a not a, a live fan you know play. I think it was more of like a TV, like hey, in March on a you know Sunday, you know outside of March Madness what's going to be going on. And that they started in February. They started the week after the Super Bowl. So, um, I mean, they, they, they seem to have, like I said, some momentum going. Um, and then, it, you know, it all got shut down. And then, you know, a couple of weeks later, they're in bankruptcy. So I think the XFL, the thing too, which they really played a lot on the coaches, which right. no one seemed to care about. Like they paid, a, they, paid a lot of money to have some not even necessarily high profile, but like, I mean, they had Bob Stoops, Bob Stoops. And you know, that was pretty much it. I don't think you really heard of any of the other coaches. Um, you know, that was interesting and in paying a lot for, uh, for the coaches, but I'm not sure what, you know, outside of that. And it was cool. They, they definitely let you go inside of, you know, basically every single play call they would have, you know, live feed to the play call. So, you know, exactly the play that's coming. Um, I don't know. What do you think? I, so as a former football player, and I enjoy both college and the NFL, I've never clamored for like year round football. Like I'm, I'm fine with seasons, you know, yeah. they don't have to play. Like you said, you're going into March You've got March Madness, and then you've got baseball kicking up. And I'm not a big baseball fan, but I don't know that I would just – I would plan on watching football with a bunch of D-listers um, after after the Super Bowl, you know? Yeah, I feel like that was always – Especially been- with the draft and then combine start early, you know what, in July. Like, there's, there's plenty of NFL stuff and college recruiting news, like, keep you busy and occupied – and not have to worry about following the, you know, the starting quarterback from New Mexico state who plays for the, you know, <laughs> Dallas Tampa Renegades. Bay. Yeah. Whatever their stupid names are. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I th- it's just, I think too, that's some of the, you know, we both again, coming from the MMA world, that's some of the fatiguing part of MMA is that there's no off season really. Um, it's year round. I mean, you know, from a local standpoint, we would get a little bit of a break in the summer, just fewer shows overall. And then around Christmas and that's pretty much it. And it was like a couple of weeks. Um, but yeah, I, I agree with that. I, I think there is a market there for it, but I, even as for me as a fan, I was, you know, I was watching it. Hey, there's nothing on, on a Sunday, you know, in February, it's cold outside. I can't go outside. Let's see what's going on. Oh, here's the XFL. So I think that from that standpoint of there's nothing else going on. Um, but they, but you got to really be clamoring for sports. You know, like you really got to want – and I'm not a sports junkie. Like I said, I enjoy the NFL. I keep up with it, mostly for fantasy football, to be honest. Um, and I like college football. I like the, I like – let me rephrase that. I like SEC football. Which is I don't know if I've ever watched football. like a uh, – I've never watched an Ohio State football game. Except for the time that uh, they played Florida in the national championship game. I did watch that. Yeah, and LSU. How did how'd that, how'd that turn out? I don't know. I was under 18, so. Oh, so it doesn't count? <laughs> yeah. Tim Tebow and the Gators completely smashed – Hey, they shouldn't even have been in that game. If it wasn't for West Virginia losing, they shouldn't have even been in that game. Can you imagine West Virginia in a national championship game? That would have been awesome. They always say that (laughs) the 2007 uh, college football season, it was the craziest college football season of all time. Um, You had Rutgers at – they were like number two in the country at one point. Uh, South mm-hmm. Florida was number two in the country at one point. That was like the heyday of the old Big East, which like Cincinnati was really good at the time. Pittsburgh was good at the time. Um, West Virginia. Yeah. You had all these quote unquote powerhouses in the Big East. And 
there was no other like national. Kansas was good, which has never happened literally before. They had the big since. heavy set coach then, right? Yeah, Mark Mangino. Yeah, whatever happened to him? I, I don't know if he's still alive or not. I don't know. <laughs> That's cold, dog. But they, you know, now now Kansas is, is in their heyday again with Les Miles as the coach. They got former yeah former SEC coach, but. We talk, you know, college football. The I'm a, you know, I'm a Big Ten guy, so Big Ten this week released their schedule. Is it ten game season? Did that make a noise when I did that? Yeah, a little bit. It's Sorry. not as bad as the water. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I was putting my because uh, I can't hear. It, so, all right. So they announced ten yeah, game season, ten same game as season. SEC, just conference. But right? starting, yeah, starting September fifth through the end of November and they have uh, basically the last weekend, the weekend after Thanksgiving is a bye week for everyone. Um, And they have built in bye weeks for pretty much. So they have it built in to where, you know, if they have to cancel one game or postpone one game for the most part, every game can be made up on at least one other additional week, which is, I can't even imagine trying to schedule that. Um, So the big 10, as far as I know, is going to be the only conference that is at least going to attempt to start the season on time. So September 5th, Ohio State actually is scheduled September 3rd, which is that Thursday um, before Memorial Day. And I know the SEC is pushed back a couple weeks. And I think the uh, SEC is actually pushed back three weeks. And then the ACC, I think, is pushed back a week. Um, so... It'll be interesting to see how this season actually plays out. If we actually have a season, you know, if we get a team that plays three games and goes to the college football playoff, um, what it'll be interesting to see what happens. But I think the crazy thing, too, with a lot of people up in my neck of the woods is Ohio State and Michigan has been moved up to the last second to last weekend of October, October 24th in Ohio Stadium. To increase mm. the chances, it you know that's always the last Saturday and you know Saturday after after Thanksgiving it used to be the Saturday before Thanksgiving. Now it's Saturday after Thanksgiving. This will be the first time since like 1944 that Ohio State has not played Michigan the last game of the season of the regular season. What happens? Like Connecticut has already dropped out. Yeah. They're done. They're not having a season. And they are independent, so most of the conferences are going only conference games. And if you don't have a conference, you know, what games are you going to have? You know, should it be a warning when maybe the smartest conference um, in the Ivy League just said, screw it, and canceled everything? Well, and I think, too, you know, <laughs> it's it's always everything is always a balance, right, of the potential amount of money made and made versus – potential amount of money lost the Ivy league. I don't think necessarily relies on football to make money, but I don't think they rely on any sports to make money. Whereas you see conferences like the big 10 sec, ACC, PAC 12, big 12. If they don't have, when they're signing hundred million dollar contracts for their broadcast. If they don't have a football season, you're talking about canceling, you know, multiple other sports that football, you know, football pays for so they and they have you know i think they have a you know of course first and foremost i think is the health but then i think second it i think they say if there's anywhere where we can possibly play this season we need to at least attempt to play this season we need to try to salvage some of this money and i hate being that person where it's like it's about money, but in this case, I think it honestly is. And I think it's also a... Of course it is. I think it's also a, you know, uh, that sports in, in our country is kind of the safety blanket of, you know, I think the weirdest thing about the whole pandemic is that there were no sports. You know, if, if we were in a pandemic and stuck at home, but then you could turn on, you know, and there's there's baseball in April or there's March Madness still happening, I think it would have been a lot different than, you know, everything was shut down. There's no live sports. There's no, you know, quote unquote sense of normal normalcy. Um, I think that really fed into the, you know, the, the change in, in society as a whole. Um, 
What? So you know the NCAA took a complete bath with March Madness. Yeah. Would you say a billion dollars at least? Yeah, and the the NCAA too is you know that's their biggest moneymaker. The NCAA doesn't own the college football playoff. That's owned by the conferences and and ESPN. So um, that's their biggest moneymaker. So they're already behind the eight ball trying to figure out. You know, lacrosse isn't their biggest moneymaker. Yeah, well, even lacrosse that's always Memorial Day weekend, the big lacrosse championship, and that was weird. You know, not not having the lacrosse final four on. Memorial Day. Um, well, I'm glad you noticed that because yeah. I didn't. I was, you know, it, it was weird. Quint Kesnick is always on the on the call for ESPN, which is the most lacrosse name of all time. Right. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's this. Mel, oh, this all what makes do you me do? want to drink. Yeah. So let's drink. All right. Let's uh, let's talk about drinks. We still got one thing left to go here. Uh, Forbes, me and Dave were just talking. It seems like each week they've got maybe like a bourbon beat writer. Yes. And uh, this week, today they published uh, this bur- today being August sixth, Thursday, which was will be yesterday when this comes out. This bourbon was just named the best value in all of whiskey. All of whiskey. So get it while you still get can. it while you still can. It's Stag Junior. Now Jim Beam makes Red Stag, which is like a cinnamon whiskey. But um, this, the Ultimate Spirits competition, why they didn't ask us to be there, I have no idea. <laughs> uh, Maybe next year. But they said after sipping through literally hundreds of whiskeys, a panel of 16 judges comprised of the most renowned named in the industry, no, David McKinney and Gary Thomas wasn't there, placed Stag Jr. at the top of the list. Uh, bourbon whiskey out of Frankfort, Kentucky received an extraordinary mark of 98. And this is where it, this is where it, I've been, I've been legit drinking bourbon to give our listeners an honest, just honest take from a normal dude about whiskey. But, and then you get shit like this. Uh, it's pound cake and maple cream bouquet. <laughs> Weighty spiced palate and smoky dark chocolate drenched finish. First of all, the fuck is any of that? None of that. Uh, I need to try it. Maybe try it. See. Uh, The tasting notes alone ought to elicit quite an attraction, but uh, the kicker is it retails for forty nine ninety nine. Which, wait a second, I'm thinking best. You know what? What did they say? The best value and all of whiskey. whiskey i'm thinking like yeah. under you know 30 bucks under 35 bucks 49.99 for what's this a 750 milliliter bottle yep. yeah that's not that great of a deal i don't know man i can't that's like saying prime rib is the best <laughs> best deal in all <laughs> in all of uh, me which you can get prime rib for you know uh, you know less than you know filet mignon but it's it's you know still not the cheapest. It's, still you know, it's, it's not a quote unquote value, right? Um, I don't. Speaking know. of sirloin, I just filled my freezer up with the uh, the cow that I bought. So if you're gonna, did you get the head? Purchase some uh, fresh beef. No, but I did get the heart. Well, it came with the heart and two livers. I guess they have two livers, or maybe it was the liver cut in two. Maybe I'm they got. Sure. Maybe you had a liver. Maybe you got a liver transplant. I didn't ask. Let me let me set the scene for this. I go pick it up. I originally bought a half, and I sold the other half to a guy. We go together. Yeah, so I got a quarter. Went to pick it up, and it's a uh, it's a slaughterhouse. Pull up, guy's got a shotgun on his back. They're unloading uh, some pigs. <laughs> They're getting ready to do some pigs. It smells what I imagine deliverance smells like. And this was three uh, blocks. Bibbed overalls and all. Yeah, no, no. This is about, I'd say, forty minutes from the house. But, dude, people, a full parking lot. Of course, they, I guess, are an FDA approved place because they've got cuts of meat there. I guess the people sell to them. You know, so it's a like a resale, hamburger, steak, all that. So, it was an experience, man. All the good stuff. But it's safe and know. sound in the freezer, right? Sitting right next to you. Yep. I had tacos tonight with some of the fresh hamburger. 
Uh, we're going to do some T-bone steaks tomorrow night. There you go. That should go good with bourbon. Before we get into our beer and bourbon of the week, last week we had a giveaway. Beard Octane, $30 gift card. Um, we did a couple things this week. You picked what we're drinking tonight. Well, you, you, cho- you had a choice. Yeah. And this giveaway. So, David, would you do the honors of uh, telling who gets $30 worth of Beard Octane sweetness yes i did the drawing off uh off air this time because it was awkward i was told it was awkward the last time so the winner who told you it was awkward uh, our fans angie our fans. yeah angie told you that no it actually wasn't but the winner this week is sensi brew dude so uh we will uh hit you a up buckeye of course yeah uh sensi brew dude he has an awesome beard i think he's a ginger beard so um or at least like a strawberry blonde so we got to We'll send you the gift card, and you got to definitely get us some pictures of what you buy. Get us some good pictures uh-huh. of the beard because we need that. That's essential. And That's right. Uh, be sure to patronize Beard Octane because they are awesome. I saw today, what kind of customer service is this? He said, hey, the local post office, the power was out, so I wasn't able to ship stuff today. I'm driving around looking for a post office so I can get this stuff sh- still shipped out today. What kind of customer cool, service? Huh? <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, um, it's here's the thing. Like, this is just a dude like us. Also, I sent this to you last week. His, I don't want to get it wrong, like step cousin, cousin, yes. something. Somebody in his family has uh, beef octane, we need which is which is beef jerky. Yeah. We need a sponsor so, from that. I may just, you know, I, I sponsor hell. I may just buy some. Yeah. Um, but while we're on the topic, Beard Octane, home of some amazing beard products. Uh, I'm about to re-up, and I think I'm going to go with just the butter this time uh, and maybe a brush. David, you're looking at my beard. What do you think? I think you could use a brush. Maybe a mustache yeah, comb. Is that different? It, I don't know. See, I trim my my mustache. is starting to come up over my lip. Do you comb it with a but, fork? No, but look at this. Put my hands through here. Oh, it's just yeah. lush, uh, and it grow. It grew back fast. So yeah, you but, were clean shaven on last sh- week's show, and this week you look like Grizzly Adams. I, but I don't know if you can tell. Like I've got hints of red in my beard, and then I've got this whole white area. It's red at the top <laughs> a little bit, definitely like on the yeah. cheekbones, um, and a li- definitely so a little weird. bit of white at the bottom. Which I noticed the last time I saw you, which was like three weeks ago at this point. But yeah, a little bit of white. But you got it. You got the multicolor beard going on. You got the natural beard. You still got some nice dark color. You can get ten percent off by using promo code Beers and Beards ten. And please, if you do, if you use our code, that's great. Thanks for supporting us. But let us know. Let us know what you think of the stuff. Let us know how easy it was for you to get your discount, how fast they shipped it. Um, you can order using Sezzle, which is it, no interest payments. So you use Sezzle, say it's 100 bucks, they'll break it up into four payments, 25 bucks. If it's if 200, you could do in. 50 bucks. Yeah. Um, so they. Uh, Awesome company. You heard David talk about him trying to find the right spot. But that leads us to the winner's choice this week. It was between Bullet and Larceny. And David, who won? Well, I think you're going to tell us, but it was Larceny. It was, uh, so I, you know, looked up and I'm like, hey, let me, I want to make sure this is two bourbons that Gary can find. Um, and I know you were going to use this one for, I think, the val- the uh, the value week. Value. But we still can. Yeah. This is always, this week is value. So the winner's Larceny. It was, this one was close throughout. It was like neck and neck, 50 50 the whole time. Uh, and then at the end of the day, Larceny pulled away just slightly. And I think it's because of the key, the keyhole on the bottle that people just. Do you know what that signifies? Uh, it's the key to your heart. So I'll just I'll just tell you because it says it on the bottle. John Fitzgerald had a weakness for fine bourbon, uh, and he was a treasury agent who was the only one who had the key to the bourbon stash. 
So I guess this was like during Prohibition time, whatever. Uh, you could use it medicinally then, but he had a key to the uh, Rick houses. Uh, and he always gave into his temptation, freely taking from the best barrels in each house. Uh, he enjoyed those of the weeded variety, uh, bourbon made with wheat instead of the traditional rye. This eventually became known around the distillery as the Fitzgerald barrels. And now Larceny uh, honors both the superb taste and lawless treasury agent and the legacy of the old Fitzgerald. There is an old Fitzgerald brand. Yes. And uh, but this is made. Yeah. Yeah, where's this made at? Larceny is heaven hell. Yeah. Bottled. No, it's bottled by Old Fitzgerald Distillery, Bardstown, Kentucky. It does not have an age, so we know it's at least four years. My favorite part, David. <laughs> oh. So, now, yeah. My wife and I have already hit the nose on this a little bit. Yeah. So, Larceny, uh, all of their bourbons are six years old. Okay. And this is the uh, Larceny Small Batch, 23 bucks. Which is 23 value. bucks. Yeah. So, we're going to hit it with the nose. And it reminds you of, like, it. you can... I think maybe in my head I'm just convincing myself of this, but I think I can get the difference between the rye and the wheat. You know, this is like a Weller's. Uh, this is what ninety proof. So, yeah, I think it actually ninety two. Forty five, yeah, ninety two proof. We did bourbon mash bill. The nose is real soft. Like it's not, it's not overwhelming. It's, it, it's good. Like that's a good nose. It makes me feel like it's going to be smooth. The first review we did here, I did Weller's. Weller's is super smooth. Uh, you enjoyed some Blanton's with me. Blanton's was super smooth and was light on the nose. Yes. When I say light, it, it's not it's not overwhelming. It's not like a strong smell, but you still, you still get that. So let's give it a, give it a taste. Ooh, that does have, wow. (laughs) That has, first of all, you don't get, there's not a lot of heat and spice, but it does have like that, Caramel taste, maybe like a. There's something there. Can't put my finger on, it, but it's definitely like a softer taste. That's 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 staying on my palate. The finish smooth, like went down good. Um, I don't have any water. I'll try your water trick, but that's a uh, th- that's one. I mean, you saw me drink it. It's. Did you get a buttery yeah. caramel and honey with a rich mouthfeel? Yeah, yeah, like a caramel, like a uh, maybe like a butterscotch type deal, yep, buttery caramel. Um, and I say, and, and like I said, I want to do this for like the regular dude, like yourself, who wasn't big into bourbon until we started this, and now I think you're starting to be able to pick some of this out. Yes, but um, like when I when I think back to like Duke bourbon, very strong, like very spicy on the palate and on the finish. This was good like i would sit this is something that i'm that i will put in the rotation i don't know where i'm gonna put on my bourbon we talked about this i'm gonna need to get a shelf or something a display case um man i like that that dude this is probably behind wellers <laughs> and this is probably my number three i did not expect this man so that's good bourbon yeah and i've always talked to you larceny's like my like secret weapon bourbon. I think this is, you know, that people always talk about a like gateway. I'm gonna pour some more. Gate, gateway into, you know, craft beer, gateway into bourbon. Larceny is a perfect gateway into bourbon. If you're not a big bourbon drinker and you want to try some bourbon as a, you know, hey, this is, you know, this is like a half step or this is something that's super approachable, that's where larceny fits, I think, on the, uh, on the, the scale of bourbons. It's a, you know, everyday drinker. Was this the first bourbon you ever had? It was one, it was the first one I had that I appreciated. Let's say that. 
Because I think Jim Beam was probably the first one I ever had. Um, That's everybody's first. Yeah. And I appreciated yesterday. We talked about this. I was texting you. And I said, yeah, tell, hey, me, tell us about that. Well, bef- before I get into my drink, I want to give you a quick story. So I said, hey, have you ever done bourbon and seltzer? Like not hard seltzer, just regular seltzer water. Um, right. Because I'd heard people talking about it and they said, you know, it just adds that perfect little bit of something. You know, you don't even, you don't know exactly what it is. So I had uh, this and I got it next to me. I don't know if you can I'll show it to you. Limestone branch. Yeah, limestone branch bourbon, and so limestone has a uh, line. I think it's called Yellowstone is their main bourbon. Yeah. So this bur this is a limestone branch uh, single barrel uh, experimental collection uh, that is seventy five. It literally says seventy five percent corn, thirteen percent rye, twelve percent malt, specifically. Uh, barreled for the party source which is where i bought it um it has you know all this stuff handwritten and uh limestone branches the the beam family so we, we talked about the beam it's it's the, the uh stephen beam i think getting back into uh distilling bourbon i think that the most of the beams are out of the actual you know the jim beam company um right but added you know i think i had the waltons of bourbon yes i think i had two fingers of bourbon and filled up the rest of my glass with, uh, you know, some seltzer. The one I think I had was passion fruit, which, you know, the, the flavor doesn't really matter. Um, I, it was, you know, just the, the water and the, the little bit of fizz, um, just made it a perfect, just evening little cocktail, you know, for, you know, if it, I could, I felt like I could do a little bit more than sip it. I could have, you know, I could, take a full, you know, full uh, swig without, you know, the getting the, you know, I could get all the bourbon flavors without the, the burn. It'll get you drunk. Exactly. So, um, (laughs) try that, try some seltzer water with some bourbon. Let us know what you think. I always say all the seltzers taste the same, except for me, lime. I can always call out the lime, which I think a lime would be great with, uh, with some bourbon too, but yeah, limestone. I picked this up at, uh, and I, I was doing a little bit of research. I just randomly picked it up. This is a pretty intense uh, bourbon, so we're going to try this officially on the show at one point. Um, yeah, I was recommended Yellowstone this week. Not their, it's either single barrel or small batch. Yeah. Um, one of my coworkers was like, "You need to try that. Not don't get the regular Yellowstone. Get the." They said that's okay, but if you can find the. I won't say small batch, but that's what this is. I'm gonna go uh, one more toot here of uh, <laughs> enjoying Larson. it. Yeah, well, I think you would like that. I think that's. Uh, I do. I you know I, and the other story with Larceny. So the last time I had it, I had the party at my house. Oh and, yeah, that's right. You know, drinking beer all day, and uh, then I pulled out the bourbon and said, "Hey, let's have some Larceny." And, uh, that was the beginning of the end. I did not appreciate, <laughs> did not appreciate the, uh, appreciate the, the subtleties and the nuances. put it on your ass. Yes. So, um, yeah, I need to, I need to try it again in a, in a different state, but, uh, yeah. Larceny is a good, good bourbon. It's a good, like, I think yeah. go to, you know, if you need it every day, yeah. you know, $25 bottle, um, that you can find everywhere. And it's one of those that no one talks about. Yeah. Um, it's kind of the underrated, you know, it's kind of the unsung hero of, of that bourbon shelf where you can you know, have a go-to where it's get something good. So, yeah, that's the bourbon. Let's talk about uh, the beer. Before, well, go ahead. Before you go to the beer, shout out. We had a couple messages this week. People tuned into the podcast. We appreciate you guys. It It's weird because sometimes we, I just feel like I'm talking to David, which is fine. One day I hope to go back and listen to all this and like look on it fondly of the time that we did this. But hold on. <coughs> but uh to actually get people messaging us and you know, we got a few of those this week. It's pretty cool, man. It's I'm not saying we're a big deal, but uh <laughs> We're definitely reaching thing. we're reaching a different audience, which is which is very cool. Uh-huh. D- very not our I feel like when we did MMA podcasts, we knew who we were talking to. We knew who was listening. We knew who we get feedback from. 
I feel like we're just throwing this out, hoping it sticks on somebody's wall. And the places it has stuck has been surprising so far. But I appreciate I appreciate uh, we got a few new reviews on Apple Podcasts. So if you get a chance, go do that. Uh, appreciate seeing that. Uh, I'm sorry, we got a few new ratings. We haven't got any new reviews. So if you take take a couple seconds, shout us out. Give us a review. Who knows? Talk about yeah. Gary's beard. He has a beard yeah. for radio or beard for podcasts, right? That's right. <laughs> so this week, the beer. Beer is always brought to you by Audible. AudibleTrial.com forward slash beers and beards. Uh, get a 30-day free trial on any audiobook. This week, I listened to, actually this week, uh, Shoe Dog by Phil Knight, the founder of Nike. And if you are into, whether it be Nike, if you're into uh, memoirs, if you're into business books, uh, this is a great listen. Uh, it kind of goes through, it shows how just passionate and aggressive Phil Knight was, especially, you know, throughout the the founding of Nike. And it really shows the humble beginnings of, of that company. It had been on my list for forever. I think it came out in 2014. And I finally was like, hey, I'm going to sit down and, and listen to this. It's a, a great listen. Uh, so check it out. Shoe Dog by Phil Knight audibletrial.com forward slash beers and beards. You can get that book or any of their audiobooks. books, uh, 30 day free trial and a free audiobook courtesy of us. And let us know if you're a avid reader slash listener, like I am, I'm coming up on 50 books for the year, not to humble brag, but, uh, I'm going to anyway, but <laughs> so this week was also a uh, fan's choice for beer and I pitted Cincinnati favorites Rheingeist and Mad Tree, and this one I thought it was, was a landslide. Well, I thought it was going to be a runaway. So at first, it was like ninety percent Rheingeist, and then Mad Tree started making a comeback, and I thought I was like, "Can oh, we drink some Mad Tree this week?" So, but Rheingeist pulled it out at the end, sixty forty, uh, same exact split of the bourbon. So I, I don't know if it was the same people that voted for Larceny that voted for uh, for Rheingeist, but. Um, this beer is Rheingeist Season 7, which makes me feel old because Rheingeist is seven years old as a brewery. Uh, they're the 25th biggest craft brewery in the country, second biggest in Ohio. This beer, every year they brew a beer uh, specifically for their anniversary. A lot of times they're released in, whether it be cans, this one's released in a, uh, a bottle. I think it's a 16-ounce 16, 16 bottle. But this beer is a... Brett IPA uh, brewed with uh, it's a grapefruit fed IPA which means that they've got some sort of grapefruit actually in there a lot of times you just get the grapefruit from the you know whether it be from the hops uh, mostly from the hops but uh, this beer uh, also is fermented with Brettanomyces yeast which is known as the funky yeast so it's Typically in sour beers, uh, you get that like farmhouse uh, flavor, that funky wet blanket, horse blanket flavor, uh, which is definitely not a, uh, if you are a new craft beer drinker, it's probably not something you're going to be used to. But if you uh, might be a little bit seasoned, uh, it you, and to be honest with you, this is one it took me a while to start to uh, to appreciate, so. I'm gonna, I so not only do you have to have an acquired taste for beer, you have to get an acquired taste for certain beers. Yes. Well, this this one for the specific type of yeast too. So, Brett yeast. So Brettanomyces is a uh, basically just a funky yeast, and you don't know it's it's very weird, and you don't know exactly how it's going to act. Um, it can definitely you know mess up some beers where they're not drinkable. Um, it takes a special type of brewer to be able to kind of tame this yeast. Um, but I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and drink it. I already got it poured here. Definitely get some funky flavors. Uh, get a, a little bit of funk on the, on the nose and some, some fruity flavors. Um, not a ton of hops, which, you know, this being an IPA, I would expect, but, uh, let's, let's go ahead and try it. Definitely get, the the funkiness of that um more funky more like 
more like a uh, almost like a barrel aged sour than an IPA. Um, it's got some definite definite like funk flavors. Um, we want the funk. Yeah. You get that like almost like a uh, if you like if you like a blue cheese um, that like funkiness of that. Um, not not like not like doesn't taste like blue cheese, but you get like that. Right, I get what you're saying. That same funkiness, um, yeah. where it's like it's funky, but not not so funky that it's like inedible or, or not drinkable. Yeah, right. It's like perfectly you know perfectly tamed. Um, but yeah, this is a this is a good beer. This is perfectly one that tamed. yes, perfectly tamed. That's what I'm going to say about this beer. Um, it's well done, and people give Ryan guys shit for you know some of their beers, but um, they can do some IPAs and pale ales. Um, it's not a it's not a mistake that they've gotten so big so fast. Um, right. You know, most of the breweries that are above them, you know, at least in terms of bigger craft breweries, have been around for 15, 20 years. They've been around for like seven. Stone brewing. Yeah, stone brewing. They've been around for seven, and they're continually climbing the ranks, continually getting bigger. Um, you know, they have fantastic marketing. Every beer has great quality. I've never had a bad beer from them. Uh, but this one is Rangai season seven. Season seven of the walking dead. I feel like for a lot of TV shows, that's like the make or break. Right. If you can get, see, I feel like season five, like if you get to five and you're still drawn, then that you're going to hit that creative wall between five and seven. Yeah. Well, and the funny thing Unless too, you're the Simpsons. They, <laughs> season, what, 32, I think they're on. Uh, yeah. They always, and the funny thing too. So their Ryan guys, their fifth year beer was called cloud five. So, you know, so I think that's like the, the part of the inside joke is like, it's the wrong saying for the year. So it's like cloud five <laughs> instead of cloud nine. I think last year was called hang six instead of hang 10. Um, so that you know, you sneaky, know, sneaky. get a little bit of the dorky inside joke craft brewery, uh, craft brewery stuff. But uh, I'm enjoying this one. And also today, shout out to IPAs. It's National IPA Day. Shout out to every single IPA I've ever drank. That's made up. It is a National IPA Day, uh, August sixth every year. I don't believe it. I celebrate every year. And I last year I specifically I had no IPAs in the fridge. I think it was on a Friday, so I go out and I'm like I'm gonna go I'm gonna get some good Cincinnati IPA. So I sat there on my patio, this beautiful day like it is today, and uh, sat and drank. I think it was a six pack of Cincinnati IPAs. Um, you know what I did today though? Two things. Well, first I drank the other I drank the loser beer. Before the show, yeah, you, I saw that. Yeah, so I drank that too, just for show you research. Message. Show research, uh, which was Mad Tree June, uh, which uh, I think, and I need to confirm with this, but I think it's bottle conditioned, so it's it's actually carbonated in the bottle, um, which was interesting beer. It was super super carbonated, um, but it basically so it's a gin, it's aged in gin barrels that originally so. Originally were bourbon barrels, so it's bourbon, then gin, then the beer. Uh, it was a Kolsch. So you got a you got a real mix of, I mean, those are some contrasting. And it was a fun beer, and it tasted like. So it's a you know you get the gin, and it had juniper added, juniper and ginger. It tasted like a, uh, like a, a gin and tonic, or like a, um, like a almost like a sprite or something like that. It was. It was a now fun, listen, David, fun beer. You cannot compare a gin and tonic to a Sprite. Come on, it's now. it was similar. You got like those, those like you know the um, the juniper. I, I think of juniper. I think juniper very similar to like a you know spruce or even like I get like a you know almost that like citrusy. I know juniper is not a citrus, but I get similar vibes from those flavors. Um, but I drank that. I also drank a homebrew that was a year old. A pumpkin is that ale that I made. Recommended? Uh, you know what? Typically not. So I, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't officially cellar this beer. So it wasn't. It was left in my in the fridge for a year, 
and um, it was a an ale, a pumpkin ale that I brew. You know, basically pumpkin spices. I put some pumpkin, uh, you know, fresh pumpkin in the actual brew. This beer, the color was way darker than last year, which was interesting. Um, it was like almost like a brown ale color. And the, the flavor of the spices, which you get like a, you know, most of the pumpkin ales are like, it's just a pumpkin spice. It's not a ton of pumpkin flavor. Um, the spices, especially like the nutmeg and the cinnamon were still there. And it was, it was kind of delightful. Um, it tasted like a pumpkin pie. Um, but yeah, I typically would not recommend for most home, but the two times I've done it. What, what made you want to just crack it open? You know what? I have a, you know, you know, my, my shed, which was our, our, the home studio. Um, I was like looking and seeing what I had doing some inventory. Uh, cause I had the, the Ryan guy stand the mad tree out there. I'm like, let me see what else is out there. And I forgot that I had this beer that I, you know, brewed last year. And I'm like, you know what? It's a nice first, like. Not cool, but under 90 degree day, <laughs> under 80 degree day. And uh, right. I was like, you know what? This sounds like it might hit the spot right now and cracked it open. And it did. That's amazing. Yeah. When you, when we talk about comparison to flavors, I, w- I want to say I was, I know I was 21 and a friend of mine, we have a drink here called L8, which is uh like ginger ale i don't know but he said hey you know what tastes like l8 rolling rock (laughs) and rolling rock tasted nothing like l8 the only similarity is that they have a green Green bottle bottle. that was it that was the only thing i was like this does not taste like l8 and so i very rarely trust people and say hey this tastes like this so, like, if you ever had a white Russian, yeah, it's supposed to taste like chocolate milk. Yeah, no, it don't taste like chocolate milk. So I, you know, I also I feel like the older that I get, those, you know, the the pop or soda or whatever you want to call it, those like unnatural flavors, those artificial flavors, I feel like taste less like the actual thing they're supposed to taste like, and things that are, you know, flavored with real ingredients taste more like those those things i don't know maybe it's just me being a you know beer snob or or you know whatever artist craft snob but i i really enjoy more of the natural flavors than you just have a very mature palate david yeah i feel like i do i don't know sometimes i can get sometimes i get things that are but then like i drink a wine and i don't get anything from wine I don't, no. I can't appreciate wine. Um, maybe we'll do the dryness of wine is. Yeah. I've had a few, uh, beers that were like aged in wine barrels. Um, not, and I, I, mostly all I get from them is the tannins, which you get like on the, you know, on, on the back of your teeth. Um, and it makes you, would you call it a tannin? Tannins. Yeah. It's like the, uh, like from red wine, it's like the, um, I think it's like the, the esters or, or the uh, enzymes from the grapes when you drink a red gotcha. wine, and it you you get it on the back of your and you get it on the back of your teeth and in your jaws, um, and that that's supposedly like what gives you like if you ever had like a red wine hangover, or drink red wine. Um, and they're supposedly bad for you, but I don't drink a lot of red wine, so I'm, I'm good. Probably healthy. I've never been wine drunk. I have, I think, once or twice. We used Boone's Farm. We used to go to uh, in, in Cincinnati. They had a uh, a bacchanalian event where people would bring well, wine. What? Bacchanalian? So you know, bacchanal is like just no. a bunch of people show up and get drunk. Um, they had a bacchanalian. Went to a party. Drinking party, basically, and you would bring three bottles of wine, and they would put out two of the bottles, and people supposedly would vote on the best ones. And people brought, you know, it would be a specific style. Like this, this month is, you know, uh, rosé. This month is Malbec. This month is whatever, and uh, people would just show up and get drunk. No one ever voted on the actual wines, and people would buy. The cheapest wine that you could possibly get, uh, which Angie calls toe-level wine. 
the bottom is she, shelf. Is she a, I know she's in. She's a uh, beer aficionado like she you, is. is. That's why I'm is here. she a wine? Is she in a wine too? Yeah, she's a wine now. Um, she's a, <laughs> now she's drinking Mad Dog she, right now. So she hangs out with her cousins, which they effectively call themselves Cuz hashtag Cuz. And when they get together, they always try to be fancy and drink wine. So she'll, you know, have a bottle of wine for whatever, just for herself, I think. And uh, they all bring their own bottles of wine. But they, you know, they they hang out and drink drink wine together. And which I'm like, if I'm I use I'm the guy that brings. Hey, we're we're having a wine party, so I'm like, okay, what six pack should I bring? <laughs> That's about it, man. We're hitting that, that, uh, hitting that hour up. peak. David's about finished with his beer. Well, you can see a little bit. If there's a little, yeah, you guys can't. We need to figure out how you can see us. We'll work on that. Uh, shout out to all of you fine, great, amazing people. We're over 300 follows on Instagram. Yeah. Which is big because we're nobody. That's right. Uh, I mean, David's probably a little more. Uh, a little more nobody than you are. You're a little more distinguished than I am in this in this realm. Uh, but we appreciate that. Don't forget you can follow us there. Beers Beards Podcast on Instagram. You can find us on Facebook and on Twitter. Anywhere you find podcasts. I got an email today, David, and I meant to tell you this. They want to put us on um, like Amazon Music. Ooh. I don't. I don't know. It might like, be the only one we're maybe not on where yet. You can like just say, "Hey Alexa, play Beards and Beards podcast." That's the um, only thing I would. That would be Alexa. cool. That's the only thing, Alexa. It's worth to ask Alexa to do. Yeah, give us a rating, a review, wherever wherever it is you listen to podcasts. Stick around for more giveaways. We'll do those some in the future. Uh, we haven't talked about what we're going to do next week. I'm a, I'm a, I'm kind of feeling another cocktail week. I'm not sure. Maybe has there been enough time passed to do another cocktail? We can do, week? Do, you, do you? I feel like you you're saying that because you, you need to step your game up a little bit from the last time. I need to prepare. I will, I'm probably going to have to uh, grow my own limes to <laughs> garnish something. I don't know. Yeah, I. You know what? I'll do one with Ohio River water. <laughs> <laughs> that reminds me of like like the Simpsons. You know, when you get Blinky, the three-eyed fish coming out of the river. Um, yeah. But. I had some, you know what, the last time I had a couple that that I uh, didn't try that I wanted to try. So maybe I'll try one of those other ones with a, uh, I think one of them was with like a Mexican lager and the other was like a, uh, I'll try one. Of the, I'll try some of the other ones from, from last week. I think we've also got to do a. Uh, you know, this at the end of the show, maybe we'll talk about our, our upcoming theme weeks. We got to do a mint julep week, bourbon mint julep. The derby is coming derby up. Week. Uh, we're maybe like a, next weekend, we're going to go Sawstone. Not yes. this weekend, but the following weekend. Oh, I forgot. Weekend. Yeah, not, not this coming So we're going to try to maybe do a show there. We might just go there together and then do a show after. Um, yeah. we'll see it. We'll see what we have to do. Um, but yeah, let us know. Theme weeks. Uh, the drunk episode, I think, was vetoed by the wife. Oh, was it? Who yeah. vetoed that? I said, you know what? This Angie. week, I said, you know what? I'm going to start early enough this week so this week is a de facto drunk week. So <laughs> I'm very chatty drunk. Like, that's probably the main. If there was a like clue that I'm intoxicated, it's that I talk a lot. Start talking. So, and it's not that I'm I'm ever at a loss for words anyway, but that would be fun. We Yeah, we should do a drunk week. Yeah, we'll have to do that. We didn't even talk about uh, golfing this week, so I went golfing with Juan. Yeah, we'll have to bring Juan on at some point. He doesn't want to do this. I know. He wants to be. We like even tried. It. He was going to be our third. He was going to be doing this week. During week one, we were, like, talking the whole time. We're waiting for Juan, and he never showed up. Yeah. Go to com. Check out where David has been. Also follow, I get it wrong, Brewery Adventures Travels? Brewery Adventures. Yeah. On Instagram for all the cool pictures. You can also listen to our podcast right there from MMAMcKinney.com and see each week what we are drinking. If you got some recommendations, let us know. For the most part, I'm the guy that has been uh, 
like giving what like bourbon that you can find. Yes, we'll get some. We'll get into and and we'll do you know, every we'll week. Some rare ones. Every week we're gonna find some from some fun stuff. We got some fun ones coming up. I've got that new riff stuff coming up. We're gonna do, uh, you know, you drink an Ohio bourbon. I drink a Kentucky beer. Yeah, we're gonna do that. Uh, which I gotta get some uh, Ohio bourbon down to you, and I gotta, it's gotta cross state lines, so I don't think they <laughs> distribute down there. But we're gonna do some fun stuff. But if you have recommendations, we always love that. We did the fans' choice this week. We're gonna do some other fun. We might, might do a cocktail week next week, uh, and then we got the sauce in week coming up. Um, let us know. Yep what you want us to drink. We are always open. I'm always open. I've been, I was talking today about how I need to drink more gin. So maybe I'll find a gin and beer cocktail. I don't know if that's going to be a thing. Is that a thing? I don't know. We'll, we'll find out. All right. Until next week, drink responsibly, but uh, drink whatever it is that you want to drink. <laughs>